0: Hello again, everyone. This is Dr. Matt Vogt of The Lifestyle Practice, where we help dentists like yourself achieve your goals and dreams through practice ownership. I'm so glad you're listening to this podcast. I really am, and I sincerely hope it helps you in your practicing career. I love talking to you on this podcast, but our main method of working with doctors like you all is through one-on-one coaching or through our TLP mastermind groups. If maybe you're stuck or you're struggling or maybe you're killing it, and you're looking to take your practice in your career to the next level, reach out to me at matt at thelifestylepractice.com. If you are ready to take action, you're ready to put in the effort to be able to work less and earn more and create your own lifestyle practice, I'd love to work with you. So before we get going today, I've got a very exciting announcement. We are officially launching our next TLP mastermind group, which will begin meeting this October. We were blown away by the response to our first launch and the feedback from that first group has been fantastic the format of the tlp mastermind group includes bi-weekly meetings led by a partner of tlp it includes tlp academy access and private collaboration amongst the entire group over a period of six months in this first group that derek's been working with everyone seems to be pushing each other out of their comfort zones which is really cool to see, and that's exactly what we were going for when we designed the TLP Mastermind. I will be leading this next group, and just like the first time around, we are limiting this group to the first 15 people who sign up. Signups are officially open now, so don't delay if you're ready to join us. We're already filling up with those who are on our wait list, so to reserve your spot, click on the link in the show notes or visit us at thelifestylepractice.com and click on the Work With Us tab. I can't wait to get started with you all. It's going to be an awesome time. All right. I decided we're going to wrap up our startup miniseries next episode because I couldn't wait today to talk to you about the most expensive thing in your office and how to eliminate it. And that thing is an empty chair. So let's talk about capacity, payment options, and understanding how you can use them to grow your practice. When working with clients and communicating with as many different dentists as I do, I come across all types of practices. There are so many different styles of the practice of dentistry. And honestly, that's what makes our profession pretty unique and beautiful. So just off the top of my head, when it comes to different types of practices, you've got low volume fee for service practices or maybe high volume PPO and state reimbursement based practices. You've got those low-volume, high-ticket-item practices, maybe those that are doing all-on-four or big surgeries or specialist-type procedures. You may have high-volume, high-ticket-item practices, those doctors who just work, 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 and love every second of it. There are growing practices with high new patient volume, and there are stagnant, profitable, established practices with much lower new patient volume. And then you've got every practice in between. If you're listening to this as a practice owner, you're probably thinking about where you fall on the spectrum. When I'm working with clients, we evaluate this very closely up front, especially PPO participation, if that's a factor in their office. Through our preferred vendors that we work with and through the analysis that we do, a lot of the time, we're able to get clients a huge increase in reimbursements and up new patient flow. And within the first month, coaching basically pays for itself and then some. But no matter which stage you're at, it is so important that the financial options available to your patients align with your goals and what your practice truly needs. Let's talk about this a bit by discussing examples of several different types of practices. So let's say your practice is extremely busy. Your doctor schedule is booked out for weeks. You're comfortable with your current lifestyle and your income, and you have no desire to expand your practice at this point. Sounds awesome, sounds like a lifestyle practice. If that's the case, you are in a great position. And really, you have no need to take the lowest paying PPOs out there or extend lengthy payment options to your patients or offer third-party payment options that take a huge cut of what your patients are paying you for your hard work. You may even consider cutting your worst PPOs in this scenario, creating more fee-for-service patients, and being able to make the same living or more by seeing less patients and being rewarded for your hard work and your clinical skills. Now let's look at the flip side of this. Let's say you're not as busy as you'd like to be. Maybe you bought a practice and are looking to grow it, or you're in the early stages of a startup. In this case, like we said earlier, the most expensive thing in that practice is an empty chair. An empty chair means you are still paying your rent, your light bill, your staff salaries, all of those fixed expenses that largely do not change no matter how much dentistry you're doing. So if you're not at capacity, or if you're looking to grow your practice, you should be utilizing strategies to fill your empty chairs. So that could be through increased PPO participation, or maybe providing different payment options to your patients, or even being willing to Build them later at times, or being willing to take on some risk with the patient portion of payment. Yes, I am saying that sometimes this makes sense. Let's use a very real-world example to illustrate this. Let's say you're having a slow day in your practice, and you know how much at TLP we advocate for being open to doing same-day treatment in your practice and utilizing same-day treatment to boost your schedule each day. And let's say in this scenario someone comes in in pain, And you diagnose that they need a root canal, core, and crown. And fortunately, you have the time to complete this the very same day. And this patient has one of your highest reimbursing PPO plans. And that PPO is going to pay 70% for all of this. So when your assistant presents the patient's estimated copay, maybe the patient asks if they can pay over a period of three months. Would that be okay? What would your answer be? Well, if you're in this scenario and you have an empty chair that day, your answer should be a resounding yes. You should set up an automatic payment plan to be taken out each month, have the patient sign a very exact financial agreement and complete the treatment. The only reason you would say no in this scenario is if you know with great certainty that by completing this treatment, you're going to have to turn away other patients who need a similar level of treatment. And I know that sometimes. The easy answer is to reschedule this patient to another day. But if you want to grow, if you want to eliminate empty chairs and create a lifestyle practice, sometimes you've got to push yourself. Sometimes you've got to do the work that day and it's going to make your patient happier because they're in pain and you're going to help them with their problem saying yes in this scenario costs you next to nothing additional to what it would have cost you to just leave that chair open and empty. It basically costs you, what, the expense of some gutta percha, disposable items for the appointment, and your crown fee from the lab. That's pretty much it. Now, if you were to pose this scenario on a random Facebook group or forum, you're probably going to get a ton of different answers as to what level of flexibility you should have with payments and your options. Now, if you were to pose this scenario on a random Facebook group or forum, you would probably get a lot of different answers as to what level of flexibility you should have with payment options in your office. And there's a good chance those will be biased answers. Your unique practice may have different options and a different mindset for payment than others, depending on what your unique situation is. Now, I am not saying you should be reckless with not collecting patient co-pays. You should always be collecting patient co-pays, nor should you be extending crazy payment plans to patients that you know will never get completed, or nor should you just walk into your office this week and say, pay whenever you want. (laughs) Definitely don't do that. I'm not advocating for bad business practices, but what I am advocating for is some flexibility and not being rigid with this. With my clients, I see that having several third-party options, along with having flexibility with those in-house payment plans, can yield great results. And honestly, on the flip side, doctors with empty chair time, but with a my way or the highway attitude when it comes to this, are leaving money on the table and stunting their growth. When it comes to in-house payments, I find it works well to define the maximum number of months that you feel comfortable extending payments and giving very clear direction on what that number is to your team. You want to make sure you're empowering your team to make these decisions and potentially offer something like this to help get treatment acceptance in your office without having to come to you every time to see if something like this would be okay. It's also very important to have these payments withdrawn with a card on file automatically. You do not want your team members having to track down patients each time a payment is due. That does not work. You should be able to do this through your credit card processor. And we actually have a, a preferred vendor for this through TLP. So if you want a referral to get the lowest credit card processing fees possible, just email me. I've I got a resource I can share with you. And lastly, you should really have the patient sign and acknowledge very clearly that they know exactly how this payment arrangement is going to go, that the date of payment in the future can't be changed. It is what it is when they sign that day. So when you're doing this in your practice, you are acknowledging that you're willing to take on a little bit of risk to fill what would have otherwise been an open chair in your office. Yes, if you're doing this, A bad apple here and there may try to stiff you on their patient portion after they leave the office with treatment completed. But if you aren't being reckless with how you're extending these options to your patients, this can and should be a net positive decision for your practice. And honestly, this is something you can implement today. And this is something that can and should change with your practice over time. For instance, here's a real life example in my own practice. A few years ago when I was practicing by myself without my associate, and we all know that time at the end of the year when everybody suddenly remembers they have dental benefits and treatment to complete before the end of the calendar year. When that happened, I had a discussion with my team to decrease and limit the amount of months we were willing to extend payments in-house because my schedule was completely booked and there was simply no reason to be offering more flexible payment options for treatment, even if they were booking out of ways. I just didn't need it. And I, I just couldn't work at a faster pace than I already was. And I knew that we already had some generous options to help patients take care of their needed treatment. I was not making the decision to you know, not be flexible at all with patients. I just said, hey, this is what we can do right now. So after that time period passed, and and I made the decision to add an associate in my practice, I knew a few months in advance of her start date that we would have much greater capacity to do dentistry with two doctors. So in the months leading up to that start date, we established some more flexible in-house options for payment and explored some other third-party pay over time options with the goal of increasing treatment acceptance and filling the schedule a bit more. And lo and behold, it worked. So a and temp- temporarily went up a bit, but like we've said multiple times, that is much better than having empty chairs in the practice. Honestly, the one-on-one coaching relationship is so valuable when it comes to making these types of decisions. I can honestly say that just about every client that I've worked with, has made changes with their financial options or their PPO participation strategy that has positively benefited their practice. And they made these changes that they wouldn't have made truthfully without working with a coach. And the cool thing about some of these changes is that they last a lifetime. When you increase insurance reimbursements and fill your chairs, that is a change that's going to pay dividends over and over and over again. The the lowest hanging fruit, the changes you should be making or thinking about in your practice are the ones that pay you forever. So if you're unsure about what you're doing in regard to this in your practice, I, I would not wait because you could be costing yourself each day that you're not taking action. When it comes to payment options in your practice, bottom line, just don't bury your head in the sand. Be aware of what your practice truly needs. Have a little bit of flexibility and be keyed in to... The, the pulse of your practice. Don't be afraid to make changes and tweaks to this that can positively benefit you. So that'll wrap things for today. As I mentioned to open the show, our clients get results and the growth they want because we work together to make tough decisions and establish a clear path of action. Email me at matt at com if you'd like to talk about working together or visit us online or through the link in the show notes to sign up for that next edition of the TLP mastermind. I cannot wait for that. It's going to be an awesome time. So until next time, cheers, and we'll talk to you again soon. Take care, everybody.